This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to ask a question or have a drink, choose to ask that question and drink wisely. Choose to drink wise. Tim Kelly on Facebook. Why do podcasts in Australia split up episodes into parts? You guys do it for your main pod, then question time, then scorecard. You can't be serious, does it, into three parts weekly? Is it so you get increased download numbers by people having to DL three times and not once? What's DL, Hachi? Download. Download, maybe. All pods from the States always seem to be in one episode upwards of three hours, so why do we split it up in Australia? Well, Tim, it's all very subjective. The reason we do it is to create three days of content so people can actually have a different experience on the Thursday or the Friday or the Wednesday, or albeit we've been a bit late to the party lately, and you don't have to... <laughs> To listen to them all, it's subjective. Yep. Tom Skoberg on email. Hutchie bemoaned the loss of Channel V last week. Welcome to my world. As I've been mourning the loss of my favourite music station, Classic Rock Radio, which he decommissioned a few years ago after he purchased SEN. Would Hutchie ever entertain the idea of bringing back a music station given he himself knows how much music adds to people's lives? Tom, you must have been one of the many that rang the switchboard on that day and blew the switchboard up when Classic Rock, unfortunately... We had to move on from. We're a sport business. However, we do have two music stations. Oh, here we go. He's a sell. Including 2CH in Sydney, which is 89 oh, years old. If I had it rated 91,000 last week's DRB Plus ratings, and our very own Jane Neal is one of its leading identities. 12 till 6 every day. You can find 2CH on the ACN app as Jane's well. Jane's on? 12 till 6 every day. Really? I didn't know this, And Jane. highly popular. <laughs> and SEN Spirit, which is available in Bunbury, which has got music in the afternoons as well, sport. So, Tom, SEN Spirit, which is my partner Claire's... Preferred listening channel in the afternoons, no disrespect, Jane, is also on the SEN app. <laughs> I didn't realise that was just a paid ad by way of a, a name, by the way. Tom Skoberg, you may be real, but I'm starting to feel Hutchie put that question in. Ben Devine on email. Now, this one also required some uh, pre-work, Hutchie. One of my son, Thomas, who's 10, favourite things to do is find and watch AFL highlights on YouTube. I was showing him this the other night when we were talking about great comebacks. Dances out of the pack. Carousel under the heat. It sits for him now. Oh. And a chance again for the Kangas. Carousel goes again. Johnson weaves the handle out to McCurry. Who pumps it inside. Right. Beautiful kick. A cooling kick in the end. I thought I saw Mick McGon on the wing then. <laughs> it looked like it, didn't it? 55 out. Heffernan loads it up. Goal square. Big chance. Goal. Oh, the bottom answer in the best possible way. Now, that voice is very familiar, Archie. It's you. Uh, round 16, 2001, the famous Essendon comeback from 69 points down. I'm just ad-libbing here. I'll get back to Ben Devine's email. I never remembered Hutchie as a play-by-play caller of football, but clearly one of a many varied skill set. Why did you give it away, Hutchie? And now that you own the radio rights, any plans for calling the game again? Ben, I didn't so much give it away as it gave me away. <laughs> I wasn't much good at it. Don't, don't be that self-deprecating first person year of, you're not, Hutchie. First year of our footy rights. You're actually a good caller. First year of our footy rights, 2010. Uh, I did the games on Saturday afternoons and then hung the boots up at the end of 2010. You also were calling. So 2001, that was the epic game. That and if, you, if people listen back to that game, you hold your own. In that calling, Hutchie, you do. I don't. Hutto did a magnificent. Oh yes, he and he always has and always will do. But so did you. That was the period where you called Telstra Stadium or Colonial Stadium, whatever it was then. Yeah, Death Valley. Yeah, yeah. That was. So was that the end of it? The Death Valley call? No, it was the last year of Sevens Rights, two thousand and one. Oh, was it? Yep. 
Uh, you made a comeback too from the Cricket World Cup, didn't you? About 2016. Didn't, didn't go quite so well. Uh, in all honesty, Ben, he was a very good caller. Jumped it's just in that when he's, we've been short. He's just got a, a lot of other things to do. Uh, Josh McMullen, what happens to Winks as a journalist should he lose his case to Ben Robert Smith? And would his employer cover him financially, given he is also being sued personally? We discussed this episode briefly on the main body, Josh, this week, um, and it was very brief. Uh, what happens if he gets beat? He'll appeal. Will his employer cover his costs? Yes. I reckon they will, won't they? Yeah. Yep. It is a personal. Um, Action there being yep. taken against him. Bjorn Pedersen on Facebook and Hutchie, you ought to read this. Now that the Olympics have gone ahead with the Ashes to follow soon, what's the next major sporting event that Damo thinks will be cancelled? Why is he always such a negative Nelly? Great question, Bjorn. <laughs> I've been misrepresented in my arguments, Hutchie. I'm, you, unfortunately, have allowed the public to misrepresent negative, what I say. cynical... World's coming on in, guy. Well, how are we going to go with the Ashes, Archie? We still can't. There I is. can't even see my there mum. There it is. I can't even see Go my on. mum. There it is. But we're going to let the English team in. Okay. There it is. Which I'm glad, by the way, because I'll be looking forward to seeing the Ashes. A couple to finish with? Yep. Let's have a look. <laughs> well, we'll read that one. Uh, thoughts. This is from Tim Lukeman. Thoughts on Andrew Voss asking Tom Petrosky if he's heading out for a beer or a haircut now that Sydney is out of lockdown. What's happened? Am I, have I missed something there? I haven't heard the audio, Tim, but I have admittedly asked for it for our Saturday morning off the bench program this week because that's up our alley. Did he blow up, Tom? Is that what's happened? Oh, I don't think. I mean, haircuts and Tom Petrovsky, join your own join your own dots as to whether they're, they're necessary. Put it that way. Why are you saying that, Hutchie? Yeah, I know why you're saying it, but why our listeners may not be aware of what you're alluding to. Well, I think Tom's not, not – he doesn't have the haircuts all too often, put it that way. What are you saying? Let's move on. Well, I don't know what you're saying. Dean Jacob on email. Hi, guys. Long time, first time. Uh, a recent apology and financial settlement was awarded to another podcast, brackets John Newman and Don Scott, from a photographer, brackets Wayne Ludwig. Has this been reported in the media? Does it just show Does it just show what is reported? The other way around, everyone knows about it. Happy holidays, Damon. Happy holidays, Damon. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there, there was... Was there really? Yeah, I did catch up with that. And I think to Dean's point, there was a lot of song and dance and noise made the about the other way. Yeah, um, Dean, I, I'm, look, I'm aware of it. I, I just don't know enough about it to say anything more than that um, at this stage. I'll have a look into that for, for next week. Do you want to go to this one, Hutchie? Two-parter for you. Um, Philip Crooks, this is a two-parter, Hutchie. If you run a radio station and one of your newsreaders spent all his spare time on his Twitter account espousing his right-wing views by relentlessly tweeting against the Premier and State. Would you um, be happy to let it go in second part with tweeting the same views? Is there a line to be drawn? I don't really want to be drawn into that one particularly, other than to say I do think that newsreaders are, are held to understandably a little higher account for their their position in the world than perhaps the, those normal people on Twitter. It because, does, because they are the voice and, and the face of the organisation when it comes to the presentation historically, of Historically... I don't know who he's referring to there. I don't know them. Historically, newsreaders are due to be independent and above reproach in their presentation of the day's news. And what Twitter has done is actually let you behind the curtain a bit and see, like some, when a newsreader is vocal about issues on social, it is a little weird. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I, I do, but I, I just don't know who... Philip is referring to specifically there, but um, there probably are some options. Steve Carter on Facebook. With Barry Hall signing up for next year's SAS Australia, is this the beginning of the warming of Big Bad Barry? Yes. <laughs> okay. You seem like you're out of time, Hutchie. Is that it for question time? 
Yes. <laughs> that was question time this week. Four drink-wise, as Hutchie's got to run and Scooty did so much prep on the main body this week, he's out. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose the drink-wise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.